I agree. Summits are the number one way to grow your audience. And I just finished mine and it's been the most amazing experience being able to connect with all of these women that are. Hello, and welcome to the Making Mommy Move show. This is your host, Alyssa Morton, and I am a mom of two, wife, event floral designer, serial entrepreneur, and becoming increasingly aware of the power of mindset. I am so happy and thankful that you're here. I am on a mission to help empower moms to create a lifestyle of wealth, health, fulfillment, and happiness so that you can become the very best version of yourself and create a life that you love. Every week, I am bringing you along the journey with me as I overcome the barriers of limiting mindsets and create financial freedom for my family by sharing stories, strategies, and tips that I am learning daily through my life as a mompreneur. I hope that you will join the journey with me to create a life that you love too. Let's get into it. Everybody, I'm so excited to have Kylie Kelly on my podcast today. Kylie, welcome. Yay. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Oh, we like just hit it off like two days on Instagram before I was on your (laughs) show. And now we are on my show. So I'm excited because we have so much in common. And I think that we should just like talk about that for a second because it's amazing, like the way that we just connected and you're all the way across the world in Australia. <laughs> I know. And then even, I think we were, it was pretty early in a conversation. I was like, you, you're in the wedding industry. I used to be in the wedding industry. So even things like that, even outside of being a mom in business, even things like that, we we're like, oh, we even have that in common. I love it. <laughs> I know you've got two little boys and I've got two little girls. We both are summit fans. Like we've got a lot you know, happening that we're building businesses together. I'm really excited for this conversation because you've got a really special way of building your audience that I've talked about a little bit on the show, but it's awesome to hear other perspectives and the different ways that you can structure summits because Mm -hmm. like we both know, this is the number one way to build your audience quickly and efficiently so that they're aligned. So tell us a little bit about what you do and how you got to there. Cause I know that you didn't always have an audience and how did you learn about it? Yeah, of course. So, Oh, it's a big story, really. So I, as I mentioned, so I used to be a wedding photographer in the wedding industry, did that for a decade, absolutely loved it. I'm so romantic. I thought that that was what I was going to do forever. And then I had my first baby in 2017, Spencer. And obviously when you have kids, your world changes. And suddenly I didn't want to be working on the weekends and I didn't want to be away all the time. And I'd built this business up and I was shooting internationally. And so there was a lot of travel and I just, it just didn't light me up the same, right? Didn't feel the same. And so I started to feel in my heart that I was going to pivot, but in the wedding industry, as you would know, people pay you so far in advance with deposits and how do you say no to money when it's coming in, Mm -hmm. even if you feel like you're not exactly on fire to keep doing what you're doing? So I kept taking the deposits, I kept booking out the books and I was like, oh, how am I going to do this? How am I going to shift this? And then the pandemic happened, which... I know for a lot of people it was really hard and and of course we had some challenges as well but at the same time for my business it was kind of like this silver lining it was kind of like this thing that made me stop that all my weddings for two years cancelled it was really stressful because i had to then find the money to refund deposits and things but i was like all right well now now i get a chance now i get to actually stop and think about who i want to help and what i want to do and 
what what's next and at the same time um we moved interstate to be closer to family because my husband's also self-employed so we were like ah where's money going to come from let's just like rally the troops let's move so we're closer to our family just in case we need them and then i found out i was pregnant with my second samuel which honestly was crazy because i was drinking a lot of wine and i was very stressed i was like how is my body this fertile at the moment but sam was meant to arrive when he did and i was i've had a great pregnancy with him and it also helped me then actually enjoy just the time of being pregnant and having another baby in the postpartum without the pressure of work so when spencer was little i was still shooting weddings like a few weeks after he was born i didn't get to actually take a break because i didn't plan for it so I really regretted that and had a really tough experience with postpartum, a bit of postpartum depression and anxiety because of that. So I learned from that. I was like, okay, this time I don't want it to go down like that. So I really soaked up that experience. And then at the end of sort of my maternity leave per se, I was like, okay, now what? And so that brings me to like the audience piece, right? Because I had nobody, no one on my email list that wasn't a wedding client, um, not even my mom, like email list of zero. I knew I wanted to help other women in business, but I just didn't know how. So I started with maternity leave coaching and I was like, well, I've just had this most blissful, amazing postpartum with Sam. I want other self-employed women to have the opportunity to have this experience. Not the first time like I had with Spencer, this one, like this beautiful, sacred time that I'm just going to cherish for the rest of my life. I know I will. So I started maternity leave coaching. So I was like, well, how am I going to build my audience really fast. I don't have years to wait. Like I'm impatient. I'm a high achieving woman. I've, I've got dreams. Like I want to, I want an audience size. I want a big to start with. So I decided to put on a virtual summit. So I hosted my first virtual summit in May called the Pregnant CEO. And it was all about how to plan and fund your maternity leave as an entrepreneur. I had 25 speakers. Um, it went for four days. I ended up having 380 women join us. So overnight, pretty much my email list went from zero to almost 400. Um, I made $5,000, covered all the expenses. I was like, oh, okay, this was fun. This felt good. Like, this is awesome. Like, this is so much faster than creating a lead magnet and putting it on my website for two years. Like, let's do this again. So then I planned my second summit in September. Again, I had 500 women and it was like the next step. It was like, how do we build businesses while we raise our families? Called the CEO Mum Summit. Loved it. And I was like, oh, and I, I'm so passionate about this process because now I have an email list of over a thousand women like and then through this whole whole journey I started reaching out to those women saying what are you struggling with what are you having problems with and all of them kept coming back that they were doing launches and no one was buying or they were showing up on social media and no one was engaging and they just weren't being able to build their business fast enough because nobody knew about them. I was like, oh, you don't have a sales problem. You don't have a product problem. You've just got an audience problem and I know how to fix that now. So I've pivoted a little bit just recently into teaching others how to actually plan and execute virtual summits that feel really good and to build your audience really fast. What's the first thing you do when you want to find a service near you? You search the company's website, right? Mama Media is a talented website and brand design company that truly creates customizable websites for professionals. They have a ton of valuable resources and connections that help you create compelling copy for your website, take beautiful branded photos that complement the website design, and support after your design intensives complete so that anything can be adjusted to best suit your business needs as it continues to evolve and change. List Mommy Moves as your referral when you submit an inquiry at mamamedia.org and receive 10% off your website intensive. Oh my goodness, what an amazing story, first off. (laughs) 
And second, I apologize if you hear Santa going around the block in the background because the fire <laughs> trucks are happening. So I'm like oh, I going in it. and out of mute. But I agree. Summits are the number one way to grow your audience. And I just finished mine and it's been the most amazing experience being able to connect with all of these women that are like incredible building these connections and then mm-hmm. also building the audience for your business aspect. So it's like, it's checking all of the boxes. <laughs> like it really does. So can you tell us a little bit about like your lessons that you learned? Because there's a lot of self-development and summits as far as like the imposter syndrome that comes up because you don't feel like who are you to be reaching out to somebody that has you know um, a billion followers or whatever their email list looks like and you're like oh my gosh I'm nobody why would you want to be part of this it's a roller coaster isn't it I remember and it, it doesn't change so I've done two now and each time it's definitely the roller coaster of you know being excited and then reaching out to speakers and going who am I what am what am I even doing why would they say yes blah 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 and then they say yes. So then you're on a high again. Oh my God, they said yes. And then the event's about to start and you're like, oh my God, what if no one shows up? Like it, it is an emotional roller coaster at times. But I think what really helped me was coming back to the why, the reason, the person I was helping each time. And especially when things might not line up to expectations that you have or go the way that you envisage. I think that it's really important to go back to like, oh, who am I doing this for again? And who's this going to help? And that woman for me, it was like that woman that was in, you know, this really challenging postpartum that this could be her lifeline or that mum entrepreneur that's so overwhelmed. She's crying on the bathroom floor. She needs this piece of value. And it's always going back to that reason and, and getting out of your own way and giving it a go and, and realizing that all you need to be is a couple steps ahead of somebody else to be able to help them, right? All you need to be is a few steps ahead or have some, something to share and you're going to help somebody else. So it's almost like removing yourself, removing any ego, removing any expectation, removing any pressure and saying, you know what? Let's just give it a try. Let's just take one action at a time. If somebody says no, that's okay. Let's, you know, re- release them from anything and let's reach out to somebody new and just just doing the damn thing. Because I think sometimes when we get in our own heads, when we feel overwhelmed or when we live in the fear or when we doubt ourselves, we get stuck. And the only way to get out of that is to just do the next best thing or the next right thing or just make make some kind of action because we can always redirect. Even if it's the wrong thing, you're still then in movement. So we, we can redirect the ship. We can redirect the path, but you just have to take the first step. You just have to get moving. And as you said as well, it's like then you get to build this amazing community and it's not just even with the attendees, but the speaker relationships and the people that do say yes and that partner with you on this journey to create this virtual event, like the relationships and then the future collaborations that come out of just getting to know each other and serving each other's audiences can blow anything else out of the water. So even just that little element of a virtual event is really powerful. Yes, to everything across the board. And I think what you just touched on about all of the imposter syndrome and those feelings that come up, that applies to anything as you're starting your first business. Because you have so many of these thoughts that are going through your head, like, who am I to start this business? I have no experience. What if it doesn't work? Like, what if like I put all this money and energy into it and I don't make any money? It's not a success or all of the above, <laughs> mm-hmm. all of these experiences and feelings that you're having. And as soon as you take action, that's when you really start to see things move and things happen. 
like you said, even if it's the wrong thing, because then you're learning and you're able to pivot and do something else that's better. And I find that like, once you have that momentum going, like you really start to see something move. Yeah. And it's all about putting fear in the backseat, right? I'm a huge believer, even through my own experience, it's always going to be there. Like you'll go to a a new level, you'll break through something new, you'll try something new. Even if you, you know, you you start doing virtual events for myself, like even this year, maybe I'll do something different. I'll do a bundle and I'm going to have, you know, whatever it is, you do something new, you reach a new level, you're always going to feel these feelings, but it's it's all about how you actually deal with them and, and put them in the backseat. Don't let them take control, right? And do it anyway. And I always like to re- like remember when all those things come up, like, oh, what if it doesn't work? Yeah, but what if it does? Oh, but what if I make no money? Oh, but what if you make some money? Like always just reminding yourself, yeah, but what if? What if it works? Isn't it worth trying? Isn't it worth? Mm-hmm. And I'm a strong believer that there's no such thing as failure. There's only lessons. So if something doesn't go the way that you hoped it would, you're always going to learn something. The only way you fail is if you stop trying. Yes, yes. And everything is a lesson in entrepreneurship, like everything. Mm-hmm. That's like, I want to say the biggest teacher in self-development is being an entrepreneur because <sighs> yes. you have to constantly like reassess yourself. Yes. And I think with this whole like event strategy, with anything that we do in business, the most important thing is doing it in a way that feels good for you, you know, like being really in tune and stopping and pausing and thinking, what do I want to do? What makes me excited? How do I want to show up? And we're walking in line with that because what Sally down the block is doing might not be the same thing that that you should be doing. Like I feel like it's so easy, especially when you have an online business, it's so easy to see what everybody else is doing and just think, oh, I'll just copy that or I'll just do that or that works for her or that. But that might not feel good for you. And at the end of the day, we want to be showing up in our businesses as our higher self, as somebody that's excited, as with this energy, right? With this passion. Um, because then that flows over into our personal lives as well, as mothers, as as wives, as partners. And so like it's just so important when you're making decisions about strategy or about the next step or what you want to try you pause and go, how would that feel? Am I excited about that? Is that something that I really want? Um, And make sure you sort of take action in line with that as well. Oh, I love that you brought that up because it really has to be in line with you and your values and what you're trying to serve because nothing is going to be the same across the board. Like the way that you're doing a summit and the way that I'm doing the summit, the way that, you know, I've been coached to do a summit, like they could all be different and Mm -hmm. they could all suit each other differently and in the best way for each other. Like yeah, some people might be better on video and they might feel more confident showing up that way where others might be more confident showing up on audio only and you know, mm-hmm. whatever is most in line with your audience and the way that you absorb information. Yeah. So- and that there's no rule, there's no rules, right? So even if you've been taught one way, even thinking about the way you've been taught and evaluating, like, is that right for me? And mm-hmm. and taking what is right and leaving the stuff that's not. There's no rules that you have to follow it a certain way or do a certain thing. So yeah, I love that you bring that up even from like a coaching perspective, because I feel like even if you just take one element out of something that you've been taught, it's still a worthwhile coaching relationship, but it means that you're listening to yourself and, and your mm-hmm. journey and your path and what feels good for you, which um, I think it's, that's what it's all about. Working as a solopreneur and struggling to find the time and energy to do it all, especially when trying to grow your audience on all of the platforms. I outsource all of my content creation to Mama Media. They have a team of incredibly talented professionals to help me create and produce my podcasts, repurpose them on all the channels like YouTube, social media, 
and post it according to our schedule on all of the platforms that are best suited for my brand and my businesses. Use my code MOMMYMOVES when you inquire at mamamedia.org for 10% off your service. You can thank me later. I agree wholeheartedly. So can you share with everybody one of like your biggest takeaways or like hardest lessons learned with the summits? Because I know like mine was that I needed to do it shorter. Like (laughs) there was way too long, just (laughs) energy wise, like for the audience, like there were definitely things that I can do better next time. So what was one of your biggest lessons? I think for me, it was a mindset related lesson. So just before my second summit, so keeping in mind, I'd done this once. It was great. I had a great experience. I thought it was quite a niche summit, the very first one, right? So you had to really be a pregnant entrepreneur at that time for it to be mm-hmm. appealing. And then the second summit was going to be this wider, all you needed to be was a mum building a business and it would, mm-hmm. it would help. So it was like, my goals were way past anything that was realistic, right? So I had 380 people come for the first one. So I was like, oh my gosh, thousands. Yeah, thousands. I'm going to make so much money. I'm going to impact so many people. This one's going to this one's going to just be like the one. And I went through the planning. I did all the things. I did all the steps. And then it got to the weekend before the summit and I had 520 people signed up. I hit rock bottom. I went into this really dark spiral that weekend of like, oh, this isn't working. What's the point? And this is ridiculous because if you think, five, imagine speaking in a room of 500 people, like right. that would be massive. But because I'd gone into it with these expectations, taking on some things that I'd learned from coaches, taking on other people's opinions, taking on all of this to then set up these expectations that were really not realistic. This was the first time I was doing this type, this event, right? The CEO Mums Up was the very first one of its kind. So I just, I went into such a dark place that weekend. And even my husband was like, just cancel it. I think you should just cancel it. This isn't good for you. Just refund the people that have upgraded and tell the speakers that you'll come back. And I was like, oh no, I'm not a quitter either. Like I can't do that. I feel like shit. I can't do that. How do I get myself out of this? And again, I guess linking back to what we were talking about before, I had to come to a place where I was like, oh, remember the reason. How do I get out of this funk? It's by letting go of these expectations. It's by realizing that if I impact the one person, it's worth it. Get out of your own way, Kylie. Show up. And then let's deal with all of this mindset drama afterwards. Like it was like the Sunday, or we were starting the Monday, and this was all like, the Saturday, Sunday beforehand. So I was, I had to like get to this place where I let it all go, which was hard, which took a lot of like stepping away, unplugging, mm-hmm. listening to some podcasts. I have a podcast I listen to by a therapist, business, like she's a business coach, but she's also a therapist. And she talks a lot about like just showing up when, when your cards are down, when no one is buying what you're selling, you show up anyway, because you've made a promise to yourself that this is on your heart to teach or this is on your heart to bring to life. So who are you to not do that? Like you have to keep the promises to yourself. So I soaked all of that up, ended up turning up, had, had a fantastic week. It was it was epic. It was like 42 speakers, five days. It was big, but had a great week, got amazing testimonials and amazing reviews. And, and the women that I created relationships with, oh, it was worth every, every single thing. But it was such a big lesson, again, of creating it in a way that was right for me, not listening to the coaches or the, or the people that told me what I should expect or the ones that said, oh, this could be, you could make this much money from this summit or you should be expecting 2,000 people. Like, no, what feels good for me and listening to that going into the next time. So I'm excited to bring summits to life in 2023 with that experience because I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be back in that place. I'm still going to struggle with imposter syndrome. It's still going to be like the struggles, right? But I know now what it means to 
or what I need to do for it to light me up, right? And so, you know, I think doing all that you can to make it the best that you can, but not having those crazy expectations tied to it, just embodying trust and going, you know what, however this event or, or whatever you're doing, like however this thing turns out, that's the way it's meant to turn out. I trust that the people that need it will be there and then just letting it go. So that was probably the biggest lesson. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that because that's really vulnerable of you to share. And I know I went through not nearly as like dark, but all of those feelings had crossed my mind in this summit that I just did. I was anticipating at least a thousand people like opting in right away and everyone being so excited to show up and like you said, like thousands of dollars, like all of these things. And my expectations were like shattered. <laughs> Not that it wasn't a successful summit because it was, but not anywhere near like what my expectations were. And it's those expectations that really destroy like all of the happiness that you could be experiencing in the moment. I know that I do that for everything. Like I envision like what I want Christmas to look like or like coming around with my parents or like whatever. Like I'm like, oh, I'm so excited for family dinner. And then everyone gets in an argument and I'm like... (laughs) oh my gosh, like, why did I have these expectations? Because if I just had none, I wouldn't be disappointed. So thank you for sharing that experience because it needs to be everything that we want it to be. And being able to release the expectations is what really makes it a wonderful experience. Yeah. And just trusting that it will unfold. And I think then when you follow that, when you do let it go, then you can show up in the energy that you want to show up in and people feel that. So even when I was promoting the summit towards the end there, like end of it, like the start of it kicking off, I was still like, I had stuff scheduled. I was still creating a post to go out that weekend. And I know my energy was like, oh, you know, like, oh, uh-huh. This is not, oh, why am I bothering? And of course, you know, hardly anyone registered. Like people can feel that energy, even if it's online. Mm -hmm. Um, So letting go of the expectations and just embodying trust and being like, you know what, I'm just going to show up and this is, it's going to be great. And whoever's meant to be there will be there. And and putting out that people will feel that energy and be attracted to it, even if they don't realize why. So I think there's just so much power in aligning it to that. And strategy is great. And I am so like, I don't know how woo-woo you are, Liz, but I'm so like diving into like human design and all of this thing to try to figure myself out. But I am so comfortable in strategy. I'm so comfortable in like masculine energy. Like that's just me through with her. I could sit down and do strategy all day and feel like I've had a really productive day, right? But there's something to be said for the feminine side, the, the letting go, the receiving, the releasing things, the trusting and we feel that like on a human level, like we feel that from each other. So I think that you definitely have to have like a balance of both of those things when you're in business. So powerful. Yes. Oh my goodness. I haven't done too much of that kind of deep inner work, but it's getting there. Like <laughs> It's not a far off journey for me in 2023. Can you just share with everybody a little bit more about your summit planning school? Because this is something that you help people do to grow their audience and you have a free way that they could get started too. So please share all of that. Yes. Yes, of course. So I created a private podcast series. So I love podcasts just like you. And so I thought, well, that's um, a great way that people can like digest how to get started in this experience. So it's only five episodes long. It's called The Audience Accelerator. And it takes them through where to get started if they're thinking about a virtual event, if they're even just a little bit interested. 
Um, so that is over on my website at kyliekelly.com slash private. Um, so you could sign up for that and have a listen. And then if a summit is something that is on your heart and you're excited about it and, and you want to give it a try, I have got a live coaching program called the Summit Planning School. So there's two ways with that that you can get involved. You can jump into the live component of it, which goes for 15 weeks. And it's like literally me partnering with you to plan, execute a summit. I'm your summit support person throughout the event. We celebrate at the end together. It's me throughout the whole process with you. Or if you like a bit more of a DIY um sort of version, you can just just purchase the actual content and take yourself through it at your own pace. So there's there's two different ways there. And that's all over at my website at kyliekelly.com as well. So valuable. And having that one-on-one support throughout the whole process, like we talked about, there's going to be so many ups and downs just with the mindset piece alone, not to mention the strategy and how you respond to somebody's questions to get them excited mm-hmm. about being part of it. It's so important that they have that one-on-one. So I'm so glad that you're offering that. Yeah, it's been fun to put together because I've included um, everything that I've used, right? So like email swipe copy and templates and like tech and software and how to reach out for spe- to speakers and how to keep it organized and like sponsorships. And if you go for sponsorships and pitch decks and like everything that I learned this year, which is has been a labor of love to bring it bring it to life in a coaching sort of sense and and you know recording all the trainings and but it's been so fun to put it onto paper and then show people that it can be simple. Like it doesn't have to be even to put on a big event, it doesn't have to be so complicated. You can keep it simple. It can still be successful. I've had friends even that just hook up with speakers on Zoom and stream it to a Facebook group, right? And get hundreds of people to register. And I'm like, it doesn't have to be this five-day, 40-speaker long yeah. event like I, I did. It can be anything that feels good and that you want it to be. But it's been really fun to like help people see that and then take them through through it in the program and help them help them get there. Oh, I love it. And it's going to be so helpful for everybody that signs up for it because you're literally going to grow your audience overnight. And it's incredible. You go from a list of zero to 500, a thousand. It's just so amazing. And the right people, right, Liz? So it's not like just like filling the list with random people. It's like your ideal clients that you actually want to get to know and serve and and that then they want to work with you. Like that's that's how we grow businesses smartly. I think it's mums in business that don't have that much time. We have to be really smart with how we spend our time and that mm-hmm. kind of lead generation technique strategy makes so much sense because then you're growing it with the right people and you can you can make money straight away from your list in in a good feeling like not salesy kind of way like you can work with them straight away and i've actually seen like some people have really big launches on the end of summits because throughout a summit people get warmed up and they get to know you like you trust you so quickly so then they want to work with you so you can easily offer them something else that doesn't feel slimy it feels really great and then as you're a business them. yeah yeah you're making money which is what we are in business for as well oh i love everything about you and your business <laughs> and the way that you've just started it from nothing and really pivoted from being only trading your time for money as a photographer. And now you help all of these women do this. It's so incredible. And thank you for being an inspiration to our audience and everybody. Just thank you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I loved, um, yeah, I love connecting with you. And if anyone wants to reach out and just ask questions, I'm an open book. So please do. Share with them where they can find you, obviously your website, but what other platforms are you on? Yeah, yeah. Instagram is probably in my DMs. If you send me a voice note on Instagram, you get extra points. I love my old voice notes. Um, So that's just Kylie Kelly over on Instagram. That's probably the best place. Awesome. 
Well, thank you, Kylie, for being part of the show. And I'm excited for this to go live. Yes, me too. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening all the way through on the Making Mommy Move show. Make sure to subscribe anywhere that you're listening to podcasts at, and I would really appreciate a kind and honest review of the show. That's how more moms will be able to find our podcast and listen in each week with you. Copy this link, share it with your friends on social media. I will be forever grateful. I'm so happy and proud of you for making the first mommy move by listening to the show. Until next time, I encourage you to keep up the momentum by continuing to make mommy moves along with me. Talk soon.